Disclaimer. All views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guest and not the companies or agencies they are associated with. This is Tony's Game Lounge, a podcast with a variety of guests from all over the internet talking all things in the gaming industry. Here's your host, Tony Erickson. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, as always, Tony Erickson, and joining me this week is once again our season regular, our destiny insider, Jackson. McClunky? <laughs> How's it going, dude? Oh, you know, allergy season. I Being feel that. Legit. At all. Oh, legit. dude. I yeah, I'm in hell, but it's all good. It's all yeah, good. We're, like we're doing the podcast. weather we've been having. It jumped from like what was it like low, low numbers like like no less than like seven degrees, and uh, it's been like in the twenties Celsius. Oh yeah, and it's been so much worse here in Fort Mac. Uh, so the jump here has been exponential. Got a little bit of a little bit of a weather headache a couple weeks back. And now allergies, but I'm eating Claritin like Skittles, and uh, we're good, man. We're good. <laughs> God, that's a lot of Claritin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well. Anyway, glad to have you back, Jackson. And uh, we got a we got a pretty interesting headline of the week: the Gran Turismo movie got its first trailer. No comment. I don't. I don't play any of those Gran Turismo games. I, I don't either. But this sure does seem like the video game movie of all time. This, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those ones that nobody's gonna remember, like the Assassin's Creed one. I forgot they made that movie actually. Uh, yeah, Assassin's Creed starring Michael Fassbender. Yeah, who picks his movies by dartboard apparently because he's a fantastic actor in like the worst movies ever. But yeah. <laughs> definitely uh but for those of you who haven't seen the gran turismo trailer yet basically it's apparently based off of real events according to the trailer so it stars your young kid who plays the gran turismo video games and basically it's like hey guys we're gonna hold a contest uh like real f1 racers uh the best gran turismo players will get to enter it in and the winner will become an actual F1 driver. They should do that with Call of Duty. <laughs> oh my the best, God. the best, the highest kill death ratio should <laughs> gets a free enlistment into the US military. I mean, I feel like if they ever need to go to war again, I feel like that's the way to recruit. Just Dude, we're yeah, that's probably what's gonna happen. As much as as much as like politicians in the States would want you to think that like some kid who like rocks fucking unicorn skins in Warzone is like a like a school shooter person. They're not. They're f- fucking losers. I should know. I'm one <laughs> of them. I am a Jeez. loser. <laughs> I'm so down on myself today, man. But it's all good. It's all good. Hey, it's, it's, a, it's, an, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a weird day to be down on yourself, considering uh, the day we're recording this. We're recording on May the fourth. Yes, Star Wars Day. Yes. Which uh, I don't think we've ever actually done. Like I don't think of all the times I've recorded, I don't think I've actually ever recorded or released an episode on the fourth. You May. did. You did with Mark. Oh, did I? Mark O'Connor. 
Oh, yeah. uh, 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 we talked Star Wars. Was that was it all? Was it around this time when we did that and episode? W- you and okay, so I think that we did. I I want to say I was there for that. That I, was I remember there the for one episode podcast. where it was. What was it? Season two or three, where you and Mark essentially hijacked the podcast for like a good thirty minutes. Yeah, and we talked. about I mean, it was Star a great Wars. time. I loved. That I love that episode to this day. It was a funny episode, but uh, it's. It, it tells you just how long I've been doing this now that everything dates just kind of blend all together now. Yeah. And, and might I add too, uh, I told him that we were coming back for the May the 4th thing. And he was a little choked that he wasn't invited for the star Wars day special just a little bit, <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, I got some notes. I got some notes from him to, to talk about stuff. Mainly, he just wanted me to talk about how good Jedi Survivor is, and that's and that's. I'm like, yeah, I can, I can do that. Okay, beat perfect. You, I beat you to it because I was gonna do it anyway. So it's like, okay, <laughs> cool, excellent. I'll be excellent. Well, uh, before we get to that, uh, we do have to cover a couple other things first. Uh, starting with everything else that kind of happened in the video game world. Here's uh, this week's Week in Review. Recapping the news of last week from major studio highs and lows, TCG updates, board games, and MMOs, this is the Week in Review. And starting off, some of the games that came out this past week, uh, starting off with one of the biggest disappointments, flops, it was delayed a year and it's still bad, Redfall. Oh, God. Oh, God. What happened? With, like, they delayed this game a whole year. And we're like, okay, you know what? That's good. That, because then they'll get everything fixed. And uh, who? Who said, who, okay, who, who was the famous person that said a delayed game is eventually good, but a rushed game is forever bad? Who was it? Suzaki or Shigeru Miyamoto? Yeah, why did I think Suzaki? I don't even know what that who okay anyhow I'm starting <laughs> to think that 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 whole that whole quote it's not it doesn't hold up anymore it doesn't hold up because delayed games are shitty like if you hear that a game is delayed it's usually bad then I'm just like when I hear a game is delayed it's like well we're fucked <laughs> we're fucked and I was like looking at Redfall too and it's like yeah this game just looks like shit and Sorry, I don't mean to. I don't mean to di- divulge too much, but uh, diverge. Man, Arcane Studios makes the best games that end up in the Walmart bargain bin in like six <laughs> months. You ever notice that? What else has Arcane done? They did uh, Dishonored. Dishonored. Uh, not my yeah. kind of game. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't like that game. Uh, Prey, which is okay. It's like a puzzle solving like. A space shooter kind of thing, if you remember that. Uh, yeah, I remember Prey. They did Deathloop uh, as well, right? Deathloop, yeah, which Deathloop I heard. What? Yeah, which which was okay from what I've but heard. Like, but like, legit, I, if you have PlayStation Plus or Game Pass, you can play it for free. Yeah, so, man, like, to say that Redfall sucks doesn't surprise me. Fair enough. Uh, we also had Super Dungeon Maker, another brand new, uh, brand new dungeon builder game. Uh, cutesy little aesthetic not too shabby looking and also hogwarts legacy now out on playstation 4 and xbox one systems uh all we have to wait for is the switch release in like a month or two they're putting that on the switch they are oh my god i know i was surprised too it's like not coming out for like another two months i believe uh because you know hardware (laughs) 
So, jeez, uh, this switch yeah, needs no, an upgrade. The switch, it does. People are saying that like once Zelda is out, which it's out next week. Like we're we are a week away from Zelda. Like Nintendo will probably start announcing or getting ready to announce like a new Switch or like a Switch Pro or whatever. Yeah, just in time, just in time for new Zelda, which makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, in the world of video game news, starting off, uh, a new Double Dragon game, Double Dragon Gaiden: Rise of the Dragons, was announced for a summer release. So if you enjoy the Double Dragon and beat 'em up style games that those are, hey, you got something new to look forward to. Uh, Xbox announced that they will have a game showcase and a Starfield Direct on June 11th, starting at 10 a.m. I can't remember if that was Pacific or Eastern, though. So I believe it's Pacific, but uh, that's exciting. First uh, Summer Direct. The people on Reddit will make fun of it regardless. They'll know what time it is. They'll be able to figure it out. <laughs> exactly. I can't wait for that game. I, can't, I cannot wait for Starfield. I've been I'm eagerly waiting for that game. Oh, that, that that game's been delayed. That's a de- that's been delayed a couple times. It was supposed to come out last last November. year. Yeah, they delayed it so. by a year. But this this is a Bethesda game that we're talking about here, so it should be fine. It should be good. Yeah, with bugs and all. Yep. They got a little bit. They got a little bit sometimes. That yeah, they do. Uh hey, in some sad news marvel's midnight suns i mean sad if you play a switch exclusive player marvel's midnight suns is no longer getting a switch release and also i believe its last dlc is coming out shortly uh can't remember who's exactly a part of it but uh yeah uh no longer getting a switch version uh hey uh in some actual layoff news dauntless developer uh, phoenix labs They've laid off 9% of their studio, which I don't know how many people that is, but that's still quite a bit. As somebody who got laid off from their job recently, kind of cringe that they would lay people off, but it's okay. Kind of cringe. In Twitter news, the entire Mario movie was uploaded to Twitter and 9 million people watched it. Based. Based as fuck. They already made a, mil- a billion dollars oh, off yeah, of they, it, right? So they, it's like, they, they made they they made like so much off of it. Like, yeah, legit, fantastic it's, movie. By the it way, is Loved really it. good, really good. I I gave it uh, a solid seven. Very dumb, very fun. It's yeah, it's a good Mario movie for the, they got some little nods to the adults, got some fun for the kids. I that's yeah, doesn't surprise me that it made a billion and that motherfuckers ripped it and got nine million views on Twitter. That's epic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Game Pass has added a new friend referral program where you can give five of your friends a 14-day PC Game Pass trial. I think that's really cool. I think that's great for Game Pass. Well, that's totally cool, but what's the incentive for you? Uh, you get you get um, all the games on PC Game Pass for 14 days, and if you really like it, I mean, Game Pass is not that expensive. Game Pass is not that expensive. It's fucking worth it. I got the Ultimate. It's just like a cool little thing to have. You get a lot of games with it. Kind of sucks, though, that that's like Xbox's like bread and butter right now. Yeah. But it's cool that that's, that's a thing that you can, that you can do. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that is super awesome, and I feel like it's a good way for people who are on the fence about it still. Is a good way of like, here, I'm going to give you 14 days. 
it, 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 14 days is like perf- a perfect trial oh, time totally. for that, I feel yeah. like. Because it's like, you could even like, let's say like one of like a, a big game comes to uh, Game Pass and you have friends who don't have Game Pass. You give them that 14 day trial and you just tell them blast through that game now. There you go. Oh, yeah. Totally. Totally. I think Time it with like a big release, especially if it's like, hey, use the refer a friend for when Starfield comes out. Mm, that's oh yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's that part. That's great. That's a great tip right there. Uh, Eve Online is celebrating 20 years with his brand new Viridian expansion coming out in June. Also, they had some fireworks shows and a whole bunch of other stuff in that game. Uh, massive, massive game. Um, is some history-making news, I guess. Uh, four inductees have joined the World Video Game Hall of Fame at the Strong National Museum of Play. Uh, the four games are Barbie Fashion Designer, Computer Space, The Last of Us, and Wii Sports. Uh, the PS5 bundled with Final Fantasy 16 is now available for pre-orders, so <laughs> get ready, because next month, Final Fantasy is going to make a I'm excited for 16. I'm so excited for Final Fantasy 16. I'm glad that it took them less time to make 16 than it did between like the gap with like 14 and 15. Is yeah, I mean, it's re- it was really more or less the gap between 13 and 15 because a lot of people didn't even play 14 because 14 is the MMO. Yeah, no, sorry, I meant 13. Um, but yeah, damn, man. Well, whatever. Like Final Fantasy, cool. I wonder if this is going to be the last one. The last I, Final Fantasy. The <laughs> is final, this going to be the game. final thing? I, I don't think it will. I mean, we know that also, like, there's still two Final Fantasy VII games on the horizon because of the remakes. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know it's not the last one. I was making a final in Final Fantasy joke. <laughs> now that I explained it, it's not funny anymore. So it's, <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm, because of you jackson you're the funny one dude my fucking allergies are rewriting my brain right now i am not funny <laughs> uh hey lastly discord you're gonna have to change your discord username pretty soon because they're ditching the numbers in every username they're getting rid of them so you're gonna have to make a new username and by new username basically because of the number system that they had in place People could have the same username per se, just with different numbers at the end of it. So that's what that's why they're doing this. You'll have to make a new username. So uh, be quick on that draw if you have the username. I don't know Bob or something like that. I had a fucking uh, hashtag six nine six nine for Ooh, like nice. four years and then they changed it to five two three eight i'm literally looking at it right now on my discord so so that's kind of if you have nitro i know that you could change the numbers if you have a nitro account but, but why pay for discord you know uh, it's got it's got it's, it? it offers like a couple like i have nitro i started paying for nitro because i was gifted it i'm like you know what i'll continue it i like the benefits of this well there you go cool i'm not paying for it and also, I like own a, I, I have my own Discord server, the Game Lounge Discord server, which you can oh, join. Yeah. Link in the bottom in the description of the podcast. Um, and so it's nice because like if it gets boosted, it helps things. You get more features in the server and whatnot. So kind of nice. Uh, 
In live service game news, starting off with uh, Final Fantasy XIV, uh, the patch 6.4, the Dark Throne, that releases sometime middle to late May. Uh, we do have a new live letter set for May 12th at 4 a.m. Pacific time, where they will talk about the rest of the things that they didn't talk about in the first live letter leading up to 6.4. Uh, and also, the Moogle Treasure Tombstone event is still on right now. Uh, you can earn a Porxy earrings, Ixion, and a couple other mounts and rewards by running Praetorium God knows how many times. And also, uh, Reddit user Ariu uh, of the FF14 subreddit has been cataloging and writing down every single piece of dialogue in a script. And is currently, this is like every main main story quest, important side quests, all of that stuff. He's currently on Heaven's Ward uh, with how much dialogue has been written. It's a lot, and we wish you good luck on this project. Because, goddamn, you gotta have no life to do that. What the fuck would you want to do that? I mean, some hey, some people find joy in the weirdest things. Yeah, I mean, I... And I'm all for game because this is also a, a form of like game preservation in a sense, and I'm all for that. I can't. Yeah, you know what? When aliens touch down on Earth after we wipe ourselves out inevitably, and they find like this guy's computer, they're gonna look at like the sacred text of like a fucking character saying, "Oh, I need ten boar hides. <laughs> I need. I need you to go to the fucking." I need I need a and uh, I don't know I don't know I don't know Final Fantasy fourteen dialogue but it's like they're gonna fucking read this and be like oh my god this is their this must be their holy scripture we must I take mean this honestly back. to to a few of us that is the holy scripture <laughs> <laughs> let let's be real here I'm not, I'm not beating around the bush uh, anything Astinian says is the word of God <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> uh, in Battle Royale news the new Apex Legends season starts on May 9th. Uh, which is uh, this uh, upcoming Tuesday, which is tomorrow. If you're listening to this on the Monday, that's tomorrow. Sick. Uh, and in some smaller Destiny 2 news, because we will be talking Destiny 2 a little later, uh, Bungie just won a lawsuit uh, that brought in 2021 against the Romanian national Mihai Claudiu Florentine, who said it was behind software called Veteran Cheats that players bought in order to cheat, uh, Benji requested around $12 million in damages in a motion for default judgment, a request the court has now granted. The fuck's good, boys? We do a little bit of lawsuits against cheaters. Oh, we do that. We enjoy that a little bit. Fucking hate me some hackers. So glad that they are taking care of that. Yeah. Got a little passionate that's... there. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, in the world of TCG, uh, Pokemon Origin Form Palkia, uh, that uh, that just came out actually. That is out right now. You can now get that uh, card pack. Uh, Scarlet and Violet Paldea Evolves that comes out June 9th. and hey, on June eighth, Pokemon TCG Live, the brand new app for the card game that is replacing like the old one, that releases right before Paldea Evolved. Uh, which I think is perfect timing. I think that's kind of what they were hoping for now with that being the next set. So uh, look forward to that if you're a huge Pokemon TCG player. Uh, in the world of Yu-Gi-Oh! No Master Duel updates uh, as of yet. Uh, 
in the TCG world, Cyberstorm Access is out right now. Wild Survivors on June 2nd, Battles of Legend, Monstrous Revenge on June 21st, and the 25th Anniversary 10, Dueling Heroes on September 8th. Uh, also, Tyler the Great Warrior, which was a card made by Make-A-Wish recipient Tyler Gressel, that sold on auction for $311,211. Uh, the fun thing about this card, obviously, uh, Make-A-Wish card, so the kid got to make it uh, himself, it's Goku. That is epic. That is I so kid you not, like, sick. if you look up this card, it's just like, it's Goku. It's I'm looking like at it's this Dragon right Ball now. art. It is it is a, a great, um, it's one of a kind, and uh, it's worth three hundred thousand dollars. All I'm getting is a bunch of like fucking like edited, like oh this fake, fake cards, but like that's awesome. No, t- t- Tyler the Great Warrior, that was the card, and yeah, three hundred eleven grand. Uh, I didn't know Konami even did that. Which I'm like, you know what? For Konami to do that, that's kind of cool. I had no clue that that was even done, but however many years ago. Uh, lastly, in Magic the Gathering news, March of the Machine, The Aftermath, releases May 12th. Uh, Shadows over Innistrad Remastered for Magic the Gathering Arena releases uh, sometime in the next couple of months. And Wilds of Eldraine uh, releases in the fall. And lastly, in some board game and tabletop news, the next Villainous expansion is now available for pre-order. It's uh, for Star Wars Villainous, Scum and Villainy. And the feature character on the box is Boba Fett. Uh, The other two characters who are part of this expansion, we do not know yet, uh, and we won't know until it releases in June. That's all of the video game news. Any comments on anything there, Jackson? No. (laughs) No, I no comment. Video right, games. Hey, video games. All right. Uh, well, speaking of video games, it's time to look ahead and see what video games are coming out next week. Here's what's here's what should be on your radar from May eighth to fourteenth. From upcoming AAA titles, promising indies, and the random shovelware, here's what should be on your radar. And uh, there is not a lot, believe it or not. On Monday, Darkest Dungeon two comes to the PC. On Tuesday, uh, Wise 9, Monstrum Nox, comes to the PlayStation 5. On Wednesday, The Lord of the Rings, Heroes of Middle-Earth, hits mobile devices. On Thursday, Another Fisherman's Tale comes to PC VR, PSVR 2, and The Quest 2. Uh, And TT Isle of Man, Ride on the Edge 3, comes out on everything. And lastly, the big game release of the week, Legend of Zelda. Tears of the Kingdom releases for the Nintendo Switch. They revealed that game's name when the Queen died. That's all they I did. know of the game. And they did. They couldn't reveal that name in Britain, though. That's fucking epic. <laughs> that is impeccable <laughs> timing, I must say. It was. The Queen really was like, Nintendo won't release the Zelda title on my watch. Drops just... dead. It hits the gritty and drops dead. It dies out of spite for Legend of Zelda. <laughs> T poses on her grave. <laughs> that's what Lizzie would do. <laughs> yeah, dude, straight up. But yeah, that's it's a slow. The first slow week we've had in a like a while. But it makes sense. A lot of games are like, yeah, no, not we're not touching anything this week because Zelda, which makes absolute sense. 
Uh, but with that, it's time for us to now dive into our main focus this week. Here's what we're talking about this week in the Game Lounge. Covering anything from modern and retro games to the hard-hitting questions that define the gaming world, here's what's going down this week in the Game Lounge. And our first topic, as always, whenever we have our Destiny Insider on, is we talk some Destiny 2. And uh, this is also our first chance to talk about it on the podcast. Lightfall! It came out. How was it, Jackson? It came out. It came out. Yeah, that's the. We'll start with that statement. Lightfall came out, and okay. Are you ready for a thirty-minute-long incoherent rambling about this fucking DLC? Because you're gonna get it. Oh boy, uh, I'm ready. So, all right. Let me let me start off with with the start here. Before Lightfall came out, season nineteen, season of the Seraph, Destiny two, it ended in a very interesting fashion, very good way where. Uh, a longtime character of the Destiny franchise, Rasputin, the Warmind, sacrificed himself so that he can shut down the network so that uh, the like enemies of, of the Guardians uh, didn't use his satellite network to destroy the tra- uh, Traveler, which is like, cool, great, that was sad. Uh, and then the DLC kicks off like literally right after right after this whole event where the Witness and the Pyramids show up and... And they start wrecking house and and like, okay, the marketing made you believe it's like, oh my God, oh my God, it's a pyramid. So they're going to enter earth and start destroying. No. Um, so you're immediately tasked with going to Neptune and like the story, let me, let me just get this out of the way. The story for Lightfall makes no sense. Made no fucking sense. Um, the, the witness was looking for something called the veil. Don't ask me what it is. I don't know. Nobody knows what it is. Uh, and, uh, pretty much you, you go and you stop Emperor Callus, which was a very long awaited, like duel Emperor Callus, for those who don't know, was like the first raid boss. Mm-hmm. In I even 2. remember Emperor Callus. Yeah. My favorite character in all of destiny Two lore went out a uh, kind of unceremoniously, but it's like, we already had like the cool battle with him and the Leviathan wasn't mm-hmm. technically him, but you get my point. And like, it was cool finally squaring off with him one-on-one, man-to-man, and killing him. But, like, there was just some things where it was kind of like, eh, yeah, kind of underwhelming. But it is what it is, the story. So the story was very weak and shitty. And the content was quite light, honestly. Uh, the content offering this time around was was quite light. Um, Neomuna itself, the Neptune destination, freaking awesome i like it uh it's a very fun and it's a zone that makes you think because the enemies are actually quite hard and quite challenging and um and stuff i'm kind of like man everything that has been that could have been said about this dlc has been said already and uh it's it's kind of hard but like uh neo moon is neo moon is fantastic and in a, in a bitter twist of irony so like let me just let me just say this the community hates this dlc there's a lot of people in the community that hate this dlc lightfall um i get it you know it's the story was really shitty and uh it it was kind of a letdown and i'm gonna try and explain why here in a little bit Okay, because this is it's it, there's a rabbit hole for this for as to why Lightfall <laughs> isn't very good. Okay, it's weird. So, um, 
community community doesn't like Lightfall. I I like it, but in a bit very ironic twist, Destiny has hasn't had better player numbers since it came to Steam with Shadowkeep. Uh, cons- like consistently, it has maintained a, about a hundred thousand player average on Steam, and uh, for for comparison, like Xbox and playstation on on all on all consoles on all platforms it's about a 30 33 percent split it's about a third split for the community so it maintains about a three hundred thousand player average which is a very good number it's a very healthy number it's not you're not game busters but it's like people are playing the game and people are having a lot of fun with a lot of the new systems in the game they overall overhauled the uh, armor systems a lot of great uh, changes to difficulty. You can't steamroll a lot of content anymore. They reworked some strikes. It's hit or miss, depending on who you ask. I, I don't quite mind the new strikes that they reworked. And um, just a lot of the uh, a lot of the content that they touched up on and gave a facelift. And uh, fantastic, I, I think. And it's 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 fun. It's just it's a it's a it's fun to play. It has never been more fun to play. The new raid. It is so easy that I got the raid title without knowing the exact mechanics of the raid. Oh. I, I, I got the raid title, which is like a month's worth of, of challenges to complete and, and certain things you have to do in the raid to get. It takes about a month to get. It's time-gated. I don't know how to do the raid. Can you wrap your head around that? Like, I don't know how to do the raid. And and I got the title for it. That's how easy this raid is. Root of Nightmares. Which I must say, the setting, fantastic. It's another pyramid ship setting, like like Val the Disciple with Witch Queen. And um your your boss, your final boss for that one is Nezarek, who has been like a kind of like a figure in the lore since Destiny One like came out. Uh and uh it was cool to square off with him. Fucking awesome, awesome boss. Uh, but a bit of a pushover he's uh the subtitle is uh final god of pain nezarek the final god of pain but he can die in like a one phase of, of damage oh. a guy has soloed flawless the raid actually has beaten the raid by himself solo flawless without dying like that's incredible that is the first time wow. that has ever been done ever well not maybe not the first time but like it's it's possible with this raid now so uh I, I I don't know if I said strand, fantastic subclass, by the way. I I I I made a Titan in the Titan Berserker subclass. Fun as hell. Awesome. So okay. There's a weird rabbit hole with this DLC. I want to just get this out uh, uh, get this out right away. This DLC feels like nobody wanted to make it. And it, it was clear right away that this dlc was meant to be filler for the final shape so for those who don't know we're going way back okay to the rona 2020 june 11th when the basically the future slate of the destiny 2 for the next few years was revealed beyond light witch queen and lightfall so lightfall was meant to be the final chapter for for destiny 2's current story arc that's not the case no they made another expansion called the final shape that that's going to be the the final the the be all end all of this of this the past 10 years worth of storytelling so people are thinking that lightfall was made basically they people have been theorizing doing some digging and take this all with a grain of salt by the way 
This isn't like this isn't official news. Bundy never said anything about this, but this is just pe- community piecing the puzzle pieces together and all that. So, uh, people are thinking that they took the very first mission of the then Lightfall expansion before they turned it into Final Shape. They took the very first mission of it and said, "Make an expansion out of this mission," because what you're what you see is the opening cinematic for Lightfall. And the ending cinematic for Lightfall. You can cut those together and it looks like they're one seamless cutscene. Um, Strand. Uh, this this theory I don't I don't quite agree with because it's just it's based off of one thing, but there are there is a graphic on a warlock chess piece where you see the strand subclass uh design like icon on this chess piece, which doesn't mean anything, but people are thinking that Strand was meant to come out in Witch Queen. And it kind of was, it kind of was because there was uh, confirmed leaks. Like these leaks happened. They came true where they put aside strand, the new darkness subclass so that they can focus on reworking the light subclasses during the witch queen content year. And this is true. They did this. So uh, that, that was, that was a whole thing. And uh, Lightfall, they people have been theorizing that uh, Neo Muna is meant to be some sort of like a, a blank city template that they test weapons on and stuff. They just were like, "Fuck it, just put some Clovis spray architecture everywhere, repaint it, put some fucking pukas on the graphics on the thing, and call it a new destination." Which is fine. Fucking Neo Muna is fantastic. Whatever, that's cool. We got it. we got the expansion and all that. And so uh, that is a whole thing. Like there's a whole rabbit hole of like these things uh, based around like Lightfall and how it's like just was just cut content from Witch Queen put into Lightfall and then content that didn't quite fit into the final shape put into Lightfall. And now it's just we just get like this hodgepodge of whatever. And they were just like they told some writers like, hey, make a story. Right now, you got fucking four months, and the, what we got is what we got, um, which is very unfortunate. So most of the bulk of the uh, info or like the story we're probably going to get in Final Shape, uh, which is kind of a drag. It's like another year that we got to wait. But honestly, whatever. People will say, I'm boycotting Destiny. <laughs> they, they don't. <laughs> they don't, because people are fucking losers. So yeah, Lightfall is very weird. It's a very weird expansion. I would have just i i would have, i i wouldn't have cared if uh, if uh, about the story or anything. They just fucking told me what the veil was. That would have been nice, but no, it it, it no, nah, they didn't. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of my thoughts. I under I am incoherent as fuck. So do with do with my ramblings as you will. And uh, overall, Lightfall is good. I, it's it's not as good as Witch Queen. Witch Queen was probably the better expansion out of the two. Uh, I think Witch Queen set a precedent for how Destiny content is going to be delivered to us. Uh, a, a, a solid story, uh, a solid story campaign, maybe not Lightfall, uh, but a solid story campaign with a hard difficulty for people that if they want to get the boost, the, the boost in power level, give you a little bit of a challenge in uh, an exotic, and um, and a, a raid. And a couple new strikes, and you got yourself fifty an extra fifty dollars of annual content that you can pay for right then and there. You don't have to worry about it, and it's just doled out over the year. You get your two dungeons, a reprised raid, and with that content model, it's like, eh, that's fine as long as it doesn't stagnate. I think people are just starting to get like sick of it, if that makes sense. Um, 
another thing too, I think like the Lightfall is better than Shadowkeep. Um, and oh, another sorry, another point that I wanted to make: there is not a single new weapon model in Lightfall. Every oh. single weapon is a reskin. Yeah, uh, the Lightfall, or sorry, the Neo Muna Destination weapons are reskins of the Moon weapons. And uh, a lot of like the playlist activities didn't get an armor refresh this year. And that just basically confirms that, yeah, this this Lightfall, this expansion was not meant to be made. Um, Lightfall is the, like, I, I think I said it before, Lightfall is an expansion that Bungie, it felt like Bungie didn't want to make it. I, it, feel, it felt like they didn't want to make it, which kind of sucks. Um, because there's there's some... There's some grounds to it. There's some merits, but it, it's not as bad as Shadowkeep. And I will say that much. <laughs> and that is kind of where, uh, where, where I'll end that rambling on, on my pros and cons of Lightfall. It's very incoherent. It's a little bit all over the place. I should write scripts for when I do this. Cause I, <laughs> I, man, I, I do this all the time. I should have took my fucking ADHD meds today, but I didn't, but it's okay. It's okay. We, we like being a little bit sped here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that was Lightfall. How has post-Lightfall been? And uh, How many seasons have come out since Lightfall? So we are on the uh, the twilight of season 20. And um, the seasonal content, I must say, pretty freaking good. Uh, the storyline, it had a very, very interesting premise to it where it's like, okay, Lightfall is the Lightfall campaign itself is you going to Neo Muna and fighting out there. The seasonal story is of you fighting the, the Shadow Legion, Callus' army, Callus' newest army, I should say, on, like, Earth. Uh, you are defending Earth and, and all that, which is a fantastic premise. And it started off really strong, but kind of, kind of fell flat. Uh, there was a, a death in the franchise, uh, or sorry, death of like a character in the game, uh, very long, long running franchise favorite, uh, Amanda Holiday. She passed away in the game. Really? She got fucking blown the fuck up, annihilated. So she died in the campaign and uh, that kind of sucks. But the way that they did it was really weird. Like your your guardian is running through this cabal base and she's trying to defuse this like thing so that she can free prisoners and you're literally outside the door when the whole base just blows up for no reason it just blows up <laughs> and she dies and you're okay because you're a guardian and everybody's all like oh fucking wah, baby wah, wah. and then and and then we just move on. So that was kind of weird. It, it kind of the ending kind of fell flat. And there's like a whole mission where you do a counterattack, and it's like you go and board a cabal ship and kill them in one room. It's all you do. It's like okay, this 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 is it. Oh, all right, okay, we did that. We killed a couple scions in a, in a room. Glad we did that. Like, cool. All right. I feel like, yeah, man, they got their comeuppance. Those fuckers killing Amanda Holiday. But she's probably going to come back as a guardian. Um, that's normally how these things go. She comes back. Cool. Whatever. Um, and uh, Season of the Deep is the season that's coming out next week. And uh, man, there's some stuff that's like happening next season. That's going to be pretty, pretty wild. 
there's a lot of leaks about it. Uh, basically, in short, um, there's a whole community drama going on right now because there was a guy, a Twitch streamer, that broke NDA and leaked a fuck ton of stuff happening in season 21. Titan is set to be returning. Uh, that, that though, is a bit of a hit or miss rumor. Um, but there was a uh, there was some leaked info on the new dungeon which is set to be on titan if i don't if i remember correctly uh the there's a whole bunch of new weapons uh being added in to they look awesome uh a lot of old favorites like spare rations a lot of the reckoning weapons uh from season i think it was six are returning which is great cool like that we love those weapons we like weapons returning especially ones that were unceremoniously taken away from us in sunsetting and <laughs> uh and a lot of like another bit of a little bit of a trials of osiris re- rework is happening uh they're changing up some of the matchmaking stuff they're adding a, a another mercy to the uh passage of mercy i think and um uh what else the big one the 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 big one i think and the i think the change that will save destiny and and basically future proof it forever they are getting rid of power leveling they're getting rid of gear power leveling meaning uh you don't need to farm for gear anymore to level up your character they are moving to a 1 to 100 xp system but there's no word on when they're doing this uh they're not raising oh. the power in season season 21 uh, they're not raising the power level. And basically what they're doing is that instead of rather than... So, for example, you do your gear quests every week where it's like you do three Crucible matches and you get like a like a pinnacle piece of power or a powerful loot, like a pinnacle fucking piece of arms. Rather than getting like the arms, you're just getting... You're getting two levels or something like that. Two or three like XP levels. It's like it's akin to World of Warcraft, but instead of like like farming bounties or whatever, it's you're just getting XP from activities, um, which is this is fantastic because it eliminates a lot of the progression based RNG that has been like such a fucking asshole for since since Destiny came out. Remember Forever Twenty Nine, like back in uh destiny because yeah you play destiny one right Tona? i played destiny one yes i did yeah forever 29 that was a huge thing and I, I i had that i had that problem uh and uh so that's a whole thing and and the big one so let's say you have your your top level player in your fire team that let's say they're level like a hundred in your fire team when this new rework comes out if you have a new player that's just joining, say you got a friend on who's like, you know, just starting out playing Destiny, doesn't really know what they're doing, doesn't have the best of gear, not the highest level, but, you know, they want to play a raid. That new player is going to be matched to the highest leveled player on your team. And that's going to be carried over for everybody. So that's the the leveling is going to be universal across your characters your fire team and no longer are you going to be held back by like a piece of loot that's like oh i need i need this and now i'll be level 1810 or whatever the fuck thank god because that is that's awesome. kind of, that's very nice that's actually really dope. totally totally so yeah that's that's happening and um it's the 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 catalyst will begin 
in season 21 next season where they're not raising the power level. Uh, a lot of proof of concept kind of uh, things have been shown off in, in leaks and Bungie kind of confirmed it uh, inadvertently by revealing a Trials of Osiris emblem for next season. And then it's like, yeah, okay, boom. Yeah, we got it. That's happening. Yeah, it's it's going on. And now, now we kind of get to speculation territory for final sh- or final shape so um there have been a lot of leaks on on reddit that are a mix of both confirmed and unconfirmed take this with a pinch of salt this is this i hope to god that this is true so from what people have been saying in the leak sphere in um destiny is that final shape is going to introduce the traveler as a destination you're going inside the traveler next season and it makes sense because the witness opens the portal into the traveler and that's where he's is right now the witness the villain so not only is this destination set to be like in the traveler they're making this probably one of the first they're gonna try to they're gonna try and make it one of the first destinations in in the game that can fit hundreds of people in it not like a dozen that you'd find in your typical patrol zones. I'm talking like hundreds of players. In, like in make like it an, feel like a proper MMO. Like an actual MMO. And I hope that this is true. That would be such a huge leap towards like actually making Destiny a full-on MMO. Because they say it is, but it's like, you still got a little bit of ways to go. Um, They're going to try and make the new raid unbeatable for this next dlc <laughs> not unbeatable in a sense like you're never going to be able to beat it but like i'm talking but like, like they're gonna make it hard they're gonna be making it unbeatable in the first 24 hours when contest mode happens which is what they do every time a, a new raid comes out uh so they're gonna try and make this new raid uh unbeatable on day one which would be friggin' that that would be different dude like that would be crazy um and then they're looking so they're looking at trying to make a 12 player activity instead of a six man match made activity. It's 12, which Ooh. that to me sounds awesome. So a lot of these, like keep in mind too, a lot of these are, it's, it's a mix of both like kind of like confirmed sort of like by sources and a bit of like unconfirmed one too. So again, pinch of salt kind of thing. And this is, this is something that like I've heard a lot and they're making a ton of balancing changes towards, th- or sorry, throughout Lightfall's year, basically warranting changes like this, like a lot of networking changes and stuff. I gotta, I should have, I should have read up again on on a lot of these stuff that the, the, these things that they're doing that Bungie kind of confirmed that they were doing themselves, and uh, so looking to be super awesome uh, if if this is true. And final shape is hopefully going to be good. I hope. And uh, yeah, man, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. I'm looking nice. forward to the next the next year or so of Destiny content. It's interesting. And do do we have like a rough idea of when final shape will be? Probably next spring. Uh, they, they, I think they're really breaking their stride with coming out in the next, or sorry, in the spring uh, time frame as opposed to, uh, as opposed to a September one. Uh, excuse me, mainly because, um, mainly because there's nothing that comes out in the spring. 
nothing comes out in the spring ever. So uh, like, you know, you got se- September fall time. That's when a lot of the big games come out. So yeah. I'm glad that they're doing this uh, spring stuff. It means that uh, I get to stay inside and not get a sunburn uh, when the <laughs> weather gets nice. So that's, that's good. And um, one thing though, that is not good right now, man, there have never been more bugs in this fucking game. Oh, there have never been more bugs in this game. There have been so many issues with servers and and like just game breaking shit that's going on. So there's a for example, there's a glaive, an exotic glaive that one of the best damage dealing weapons in the game right now. They meant to nerf it back when it came out in Lightfall, like a week or two after it came out. They nerfed it four times and it still is broken. Like they meant to tweak it and it's still broken. It still will kill shit instantly if enough people are using it on a fire team. We were like, what the hell, man? Just fix the damn glaive. Just fix it. But a lot of stuff has been breaking lately. A ton of stuff. A lot of people, there was a story a couple months back where a person lost their characters. Uh, They lost their, their, they just got deleted. Um, which was just one a lot of people were saying oh i deleted my character but you can tell when a character is deleted uh through the api stuff if you search up guardian or players on 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 steam and stuff and um that was a huge thing but that was like last year like i think in october that was long but remedied um some players got a lot of their triumphs and seals taken away i didn't fucking we do a little bit of we do a little bit of dodging here uh <laughs> and um what else uh blah, blah, blah. there was a, a ton of network problems since lightfall came out a ton it goes down once a week i think for about maintenance on average about once a week there's a couple times where it doesn't and uh the new thing that's going on right now guardian games uh guardian games the event it's a spring event it sucks uh it's a bounty farming event i'm i'm going through it right now i'm getting i'm getting the seal and then i'm i'm going and playing new games um uh but there was a uh there was a, a bug in the game that changed the 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 statue in the tower because there's like a it's like a statue of like like a bird a snake and a lion fighting and whatever class wins the guardian games it gets like a gold little coat of paint on it so last year's warlocks won so the bird was gold there was a bug that basically showed that hunters were going to win this time around because it changed the the snake to gold and it's like basically confirmed that it's like a rigged event and we knew this like two years back but who knows maybe they'll swap it lance riddick unfortunately passed away and he played a titan in the game so who knows maybe titans will pull some out their butt this year um but a lot of stuff has been breaking a lot of server issues which has led to a conversation on do we need a destiny 3 oh let's make a destiny 3 we'll just put it in a new engine and a new 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 servers and all that and that's not happening as much as i'd like that to happen like just like a transfer to an unreal engine 5 or something like that it's not it's not and that's unreasonable to ask but that's that's a lot of the community has been fed up with a lot of the in-game facets right now which kind of sucks but whatever it happens i'm over it i swear yeah definitely uh anything else you want to add jackson before we move on to our second topic 
No, I think I've said everything I wanted to say. I think I said everything and then some. So I should shut up. We should move on. <laughs> also, this podcast is fuck. We've been recording for how long? Fifty two. I mean, minutes? hey, you said you were, you said you were going to do a half hour rant on it, and you did. I did do a half hour rant on it, and it was incoherent as fuck. I'd like you to listen back to this and try and piece together an argument that I made. Just any piece together, a point I made because it's just incoherent ramblings of a guy that's that can't breathe. So, so we might as well move on. My shoulder hurts. All right. Well, hey, moving on to our second topic, uh, in honor of May the 4th and the Revenge of the 5th, uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor came out and it's uh, it's gotten some really well received reception. I like it. I like it a lot. I love that game. So um, I pre-ordered it literally the day before it came out. I loved Jedi Fallen Order. I, I might I add. So like I I beat Jedi Fallen Order I think six times. Wow. Um, I love that game so much. I love the characters. I love it. And Jedi Survivor, it's freaking awesome. That being said, okay, there's a but. It runs like shit. It runs awful. It is. What are you playing it on? So I'm playing on a Series X. Um, my okay. computer. I have like okay, like I have a 2070 Super i5. Like not the best specs. Okay, like it's good. Like I got a good computer, but it's on its way out. Like I, I gotta get. I gotta get an upgrade here pretty soon. Being that I'm unemployed, that's probably not gonna happen for a while. Um. So I, I I did the tried and true thing of just getting it on my Series X. I played it, Jedi Fallen Order on my Xbox when it came out. So it's like, let's do it. And uh, running it on performance mode and I uh, got all of the, the specs turned on so that it can, my Xbox itself can run things optimally. And performance mode, the 60 FPS mode, I get it probably at most like 40 frames on average in performance mode. So it runs like crap and it looks like crap too. So it's like, well, I might as well play in 4K, but then the 60 FPS gives me a headache. So there's no winning. But uh, regardless, I, I, I'm playing it to death, despite that. It is such a good story. And like, okay, I, gotta, I, gotta, I should say this right now. I haven't beaten it yet. I actually haven't beaten it yet. But Mark... How, how far are you? I am about three quarters of the way through the game. Uh, okay, Mark, so... Compared to what we had you talking, we talked about God of War Ragnarok. This is a lot further than that. <laughs> yeah. So when we talked about God of War Ragnarok, I didn't know. I don't know if I should say this publicly. I didn't know that I was going to fucking hate God of War Ragnarok. I hate that fucking game. I actually fucking hate it so much. Well, we're not talking about God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. We're talking about Jedi Survivor. Um, yeah, Jedi Survivor fucking amazing uh, i love it there's some little sto- little story things that 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 is gonna is, i can't say it's a bit too early yet spoilery stuff uh that are awesome uh i wasn't spoiled of the ending yet but i was spoiled of some other things that were pretty hardcore that i was like oh shit but mark uh told me that the ending is fantastic and it leaves it open for a third but it's closed enough where it's like okay if we don't get a third one then it's like okay whatever but what they improved on in uh this one is they had they added a ton of customization to cal the customization in fallen order wasn't very good it was just different poncho and mantis colors which is like whatever 
eh, it's I was a little bit disappointed by that, but it's like it, they they were going to improve on it anyway in this one, and they did. Uh, you can give Cal new hairstyles. You can give him. You can change his clothing. You can give him like Jedi robes or like a like a leather jacket or something. Give him a friggin' mullet, dude. It's awesome. And um, uh, and yeah, I I actually haven't found the mullet yet in the game, which kind of sucks. But um, yeah, so the the level of customization in Jedi Survivor is fantastic. You can customize your little buddy BD BD one, uh, change your outfits completely, and the lightsaber customization is sick. It's awesome. Um, it is uh, it is so extensive. There is so much to choose from. You can there's like colors that you can pick too instead of like a instead of like a, just a general kind of shader where it's like it's like a you, you pick an option and it just changes everything. You can pick minute colors for literally everything on, on your lightsaber and your blaster too, um, which is awesome. I have like a little I have like a lightsaber that looks like a toy. It looks like a toy lightsaber you'd buy at the store. It's like it's so funny. Uh, the the stances this time around, you get a you get a couple more stances as opposed to the single bladed or double bladed from uh, the first game. Uh, there's a blaster stance, which is so much fun. It's awesome. You get a little, you get to shoot, a little, do a little bit of a stun move, and and that's and that's that. You get a cross guard like Kylo Ren, um, where it's a little bit more of a slower. It's like a two handed style where it's a little bit more slower, but you you pack a little bit more of a punch. You can't really parry as much, but it's it makes up for it in dealing like stance damage and stuff. And the uh, third one, it's just like a double blade, like a like a two lightsabers, like a one in each hand kind of fighting style, which Ooh. I I'm not the biggest fan of, but I actually haven't played it on all that much. Um, but uh, the 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 stances this time around super awesome. The skill trees for each one super extensive. I love it, and. Um, uh, yeah, like I said, the story is is great this time around. A lot of twists and turns, but it kind of feels like it drags at parts, uh, but it makes up for it in just being a fun game. Uh, there's some bullshit. There's some bullshit in the game. The Dark Troopers, the sentries, awful. I hate them. I hate fighting them every single time, but that's the challenge. And uh, there's a lot more gain to it too there's a lot more extensive zones and like a lot of little amazing nooks and crannies that you can go into a lot of secrets that you can t uh you can um that you can uncover in the game like a lot of like secret puzzles and stuff they have like legend of zelda style dungeons where you go in you solve some puzzles with a little gimmick a little doodad thing and and you get some upgrades to your force abilities your health and stuff uh there isn't that money though there's only like seven compared to zelda's like a hundred um, yeah which kind of sucks but hey uh, room for room for improvement in the third one it's it's we, we got them and they're fun i love them and uh i'm just trying to think what else um uh there is uh i had another i had another point i was, I was, I was gonna make with the uh bosses yes that's what it was uh bosses there are so many more of them uh the open world bosses in jedi fallen order I loved, I loved every time I did a playthrough of that game. That was the first thing that I would do whenever I got to a new planet. I'd go on and just and just just kill all the open world bosses, get a nice little force skills upgrade dump, and then I'd start playing. Like and then I'd keep going. And so uh, that was like the the like most fun thing that they 
they added in that first game that was like the best thing the secret bosses and there's there's a ton of them and there's a bounty system now where you can um where you can go on bounty hunts and hunt down specific like uh bounty hunters that are after you and uh when you do them all there's a sick cameo Oh, I, okay. I saw the cameo. I know what yeah. cameo. No you're spoilers. About. No spoilers. But if you know, you know. It's sick. okay. It's that's that's awesome. what that cameo is in relation to. Okay, yeah. that makes that so, makes a lot more sense. Yeah. So I haven't gotten them all done. I know what happens though, and it's awesome. Um. So yeah. All in all, Survivor, fantastic game, and it sucks, man. The reception that it's getting purely based on performance, by the way, it's just a performance thing. It's specifically on PC because it, it's, it's specific. Uh, it's, PC release was not great. Oh, the PC release was terrible. But like people are saying, oh, this is the worst PC. No, dude, this there are way worse PC like ports to games. Not saying that this one's good or anything like the PC ports good because it's shitty on console, too. It sucks playing on console. But again, like I said. The game itself, the 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 characters, the story is so good that I love playing it despite the the thing. And I was actually kind of tempted to just not playing it for a little bit until they fixed some of the performance things. And I'm like, well, I also don't want to be spoiled, so you might as well just tough it out. And I'm glad that I am. And EA is all also EA being proactive for once in their life and actually putting out decent patches on time. Yeah, so it should be fixed soon. There's um there's one thing that that I shocked me is that the game was 135 freaking gigabytes. I was Whoa. like, what the hell? That's a freaking hard drive if you if you're not if you're unfortunate enough to get like an Xbox or something with 500 gigs. Like that's not that's a ton. I was so shocked by that. And uh, it was a big game, and I'm looking forward to the patches and stuff. There was one more uh, point that I wanted to make based on the performance. Like I said, yeah, the the PC the PC performance of it was was not that good. And like I was saying too, the Xbox and the console uh, the console side of things, I I have I can count how many times I've gotten a stable sixty on like one hand. That's how many times I've gotten it. Like at like a solid 60 until like I started fighting stuff and then it started running like crap. Um, but it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it sucks. Just power through it. It's a good game despite that. So I'm sure that if you like it, you like it. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's good, but, um, there's a, it was weird. So it was marketed the, the marketing for the game when it first was announced, it's not that it like, it's not that it was like false advertising or anything, but there was like some characters and some stuff that happens where it's like, Oh my God, this is such a big deal. It, the things in the game that they marketed as like at the very first trailer that came out of like that Senator guy looking at Cal's lightsaber and the mantis crashing and that character in the back to tank tube thing. Yeah. Um, like, okay. Those happen in the game. They happen. But they're not like that big of like events in the game that it's made out to believe in like that very first trailer from like two years ago. So it's it subverts that expectations in a good way from like the marketing from way back when. And I'm glad that it did because there are some freaking turns, man. It's it's 
I want to I want to beat it. I just want to get this stupid champ title in Destiny 2. I'm going back to Survivor. And I might even replay friggin' replay Jedi Fallen Order again just to just a comparison again. Just to just to see it again, you know, but whatever. We'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Maybe I will. I I've got nothing but time. So, great game. Great game. Nice. I give it an I... 8 out of 10. Nice. I've actually uh I'm finally playing through Fallen Order. Do it good. Good. I re- I just got off the first planet and traveled to the second one. Nice. Okay. Good. Like I'm not far in the game, but you know what? I'm enjoying it. That og what was it? Ogdo Bogdo boss. Oh, that on- frog. Yeah. That frog. Fuck that frog. That's what I know. three tries. Yeah. No, that's it's not a it's not an easy boss, but that good on you for powering through it. Um it's it, it, Jedi Fallen Order is baby's first Dark Souls game. If you can if you can power through that game on like a on like a medium to hard difficulty, you're good enough to play like a Dark Souls game. Is is what I'll tell you that much. Keep playing it. It's good. Keep- I, I I like here's the thing, I'm enjoying it. It's just uh with me. Uh, of course, Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm so close to finishing my fourteen checklist to start Endwalker, and also uh, Zelda comes out Friday, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna be putting all my time into that because oh, they released they they raised the embargo on the uh, gameplay that people could show finally. And I watched like just like a little bit of it. I'm like, I'm so ready for this game. I'm so ready. Yeah. yeah. No, I, you know what? I, it sucks because I don't really have an attachment to Zelda like a ton of people do. Um, I played Breath of the Wild and okay, I, I, I didn't like it, but it's okay. It's my fault. It's my fault that I, I didn't like it because I went full idiot on my playthrough. Um, I was like at the final boss, I was at Ganon. And I had nothing. I didn't have any proper armor or anything. I just had like, just like crappy stuff. And like, I didn't even have the master sword, dude. Like I didn't have anything that, that like, I mean, I you do, technically you don't need to have anything to beat Ganon. Yeah. Uh, it's just, you know, you got, uh, it, it, it turns into a souls game itself right there. <laughs> oh no, totally. And, uh, my buddy, my buddy Dylan, who, uh, he, he is a super, super, super huge legend of Zelda fan. Um, he was playing it for me and he, like, he was saying like, you basically need to restart my, I had to restart my playthrough because like, I, I was at a point in the game where like, I, I had just like, I, it would have just been easier for me to start a new playthrough, speed run the four bosses and stuff, get good loot, find the secrets, get the master sword and all that, and then go back and fight Ganon as opposed to because he's like you're all out of order. Like this is this is not you're not you might as well just restart. And I did, and then I just I traded it in at like GameStop or or I think I sold it to a roommate or mine or whatever. I regardless, I I couldn't finish it. That, and that's fair. Everybody, everybody has their own taste and like views on video games, and like that, and that's a okay. Like, I'm... yeah, I mean, what I should have done was was just go straight to Ganon, just go go straight to Ganon and fight him, get right out of the <laughs> three, cave. Three hearts, naked, bomb skip. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get, go fight Ganon. Get my fucking ass kicked. But yeah, still go fight him anyhow. Yeah, God, like no, it's it's a it's a it's a trek fighting Ganon uh, because like if you just go straight to Ganon, you have to fight all four 
blights. Yeah, you gotta first, fight all four of them at the same time, and then and then uh, Ganon himself. Which I mean, if you watch a speedrunner do it, it's crazy the shit that they pull. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe another time. Maybe another time. I'll give Zelda another shot. Um, I I want to. I want I want to like that game. I really do. And it's my fault that I don't like it. I'm I am in the idiot. I know that I am the idiot for not liking that game. I know it's a me thing. It's not Zelda. It's me. It's me. Hi. He's the problem. It's him. Yeah, no, I'm excited. Uh, I'm not excited because they did say that the Korok seeds are back. And oh, I collected all 900 of those last time. Jesus. What? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, like like I said, I I hundred. The only thing I have not done on my hundred percent profile are the remaining two uh, trials of the sword, which is like the hardest thing you can do. It puts you basically in. I can't remember if it's. I think it's like ten tro- ten rooms. Uh, there's like an easy, medium, and hard, or like begin beginning, middle, and end trials. I believe is what they are. I did the beginning ones. It boot all it does is like for completing each one, it boosts the master sword's power by ten. So I believe it get, brings it like from thirty to sixty or whatever the stats are. I did the first one and I'm like I'm not gonna try the second ones because I, I still had a lot to do um, with the other DLC, which is what I played immediately afterwards uh, to unlock the motorcycle, the motorcycle, which is a fucking dope DLC pack, which is it was great. <gasps> oh shit! Sorry, it, breaking news. There is there is there is a preview of season uh, season twenty one for Destiny two right now. Oh, breaking news! Breaking live news during the recording. Let me just take a quick glance. New aspects. Okay, Stasis Strand and Light subclasses get their their glow ups for season twenty one. Okay, yeah, the economy changes. Okay, exotic exotic armor focusing. That was something that they're introducing. Decide activation. Okay, yeah. Sorry, this is this is this. Okay, this is all like nonsense. Okay, <laughs> okay, it's not nonsense, but it's like we'll be here all day reading this. <laughs> I, I, it's okay. It's a lot. It's okay. It, it's it's a lot. It's it's a lot. And forget I said anything. Okay, no, it's there's a lot, but forget I said anything. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. Uh, I think before we rant too much on, on Zelda, is there anything else you want to add on Star Wars Jedi? Uh, do you think we're going to see a third entry? I think so. Yeah. Um, I can, I can see this being a, a like a trilogy, a, a, a trilogy. Totally. Um, Star Wars I, loves trilogies. I, I think that they, they should make a third one and what they want to do for it. It's whatever. And even if they don't, man, Cameron Monaghan. Get him, get him on a Disney Plus show. You know, I'd watch a Calcast. I mean, did they? Isn't there like rumors that he he'll be appearing in like the Ahsoka series or something? I would fucking love that if they did. That would be so awesome if they made him a character in uh, Ahsoka. But you, those rumors, man, you can't can't take him for for anything. You know, so I I hope so. I I really hope so. It uh. It just, yeah, you never know. I, I, I want them to. Uh, I think with that, then, that wraps up our Star Wars talk. It's time for us to now move on to the bonus level. A look ahead to gaming anniversaries, one-on-one debates, and weekly highlights. Here's this week's bonus level. 
And kicking things off this week in gaming history, here's what happened in the past from May 8th to 14th. On the 8th, 2007, EA released Command & Conquer 3 Tiberium Wars for the Xbox 360 in North America. On the 9th, 2017, Devolver Digital released Strafe for the PS4 in North America. On the 10th, 2006, in LA, California, the Electronics Entertainment Expo was held. E3 was held on May 10th in 2006. Uh, over three days, of course. On the 11th, 1995, Sega of America began shipping the Saturn video game system in North America. It was $349 US or $399 with the Virtua Fighter video game. 30,000 units were available for the initial launch through four retailers with 10 titles available. Uh, Sega also began a $50 million marketing campaign to promote the system. Tony, can I just add that your that your outlines are are are, are just impeccably laid out? <laughs> Thank you. For, for for context, Tony gives me it gives everybody an outline for for the podcast, and he is such a good <laughs> man. You fucking know your punctuation and spelling and grammar, and I am so thankful because nobody does. <laughs> I, just, I read this and I read your out, outlines. I'm like, oh, oh, he knows, he gets it, <laughs> but. I'm oh, sorry. Oh God! Like I have to be organized, otherwise it turns. Like I, I know what a disorganized podcast was. If you, how I started with the gaming ace, that was so unorganized. If people remember or ever heard of the gaming ace podcast, that was a shit show. That was my old brand, and now I rebranding. It's so it's so much better now. Yeah. Sorry. Fe February or Friday, Friday the twelfth is what you're Friday on. the twelfth. Yeah, two thousand three before the E3 t trade show, Microsoft announced Xbox plans, including a demo of Doom 3 and Halo 2. On the 13th, 1996, Nintendo released Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars for the Super NES in North America. And lastly, on the 14th, 2005, Nintendo World was opened in Manhattan's Rockefeller Center in New York City. And now we move on to a brand new segment. Uh, I've been saying that all season because it's a new segment this season. Head-to-head. -head. Two games enter, one game leaves. Our guest, Jackson, gets to pick the winner between Dark Souls 2 no, no. or Dark Souls 3. Don't make me choose. No. <laughs> you see, this is the reaction I want. We The head-to-head. -head. Because the right answer isn't even an option. <laughs> <laughs> It's Dark Souls 1. <laughs> oh, no. okay. No. Another another third entry. Uh, we had a third entry come in. Uh, I, I want to hear the reasoning, though. What's the reason? Okay, Dark Souls 1, it just... Oh, dude. It's it's so good. It's so fantastic. But, okay, no, we're not, we're not talking about Dark Souls 1 because we'll be here all fucking day. Dark Souls <laughs> 2 or Dark Souls 3. Okay, so I... So I have a very special relationship with both these games. So Dark Souls 3 was the first FromSoft game that I've ever beaten. And like, I love it. I love Dark Souls 3 so much. But I like Dark Souls 2 as well, because like, that was my COVID game, that and Bloodborne. Um, I beat Dark Souls 2. And you know what? Like, Dark Souls 2 is good, but the story is very disjointed from 1 and 3. And the combat is so 
freaking janky into it's so bad but the settings the 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 bosses and all that you want to play it despite all that i you know what and uh, like dark souls 3 a friend of mine and i were actually talking about this dark souls 3 is like the dark souls games for people that love anime it's like it just it's not even it's not even that like it's like an anime thing it just it's just like that's just what we think of it it's it has nothing to do with anime or anything it's just like the the movement the combat it's like so fluid and stuff and like i think that i i ah, ah. (laughs) the the first one is the best one the first one is the best one but i think that if we're if we're going rank and file, it's it's one, three, and two. two but that I love two. I still love Dark Souls two. I I think that that game is fantastic. The final boss is a bitch of Dark Souls two. He's like an he's a he's a fucking pussy. Dark Souls three, the Soul <laughs> of Cinder, freaking awesome boss. He's my one of my favorite bosses to fight. Um, just like on on fucking repeat, kind of kind of things i actually want to replay dark souls 3 while i'm unemployed but um but no dark souls 3 i think is 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 better but if you were to put dark i'm really glad you didn't put dark souls 1 on there because i would have said one i would have just said one and and that's it but three three is better than two by a small margin look the only reason why the only reason why i like three more than two is because the hit registration in three works that's all i'm saying is that the hit because the hit registration in two super janky very janky but it's still good it's still really freaking good moving on to our deals of the week uh the free games on epic until may 11th you got three to pick from uh you got against all odds horizon chase turbo and ko the kangaroo the new one that i talked about last season on the podcast which is a game uh those are free until may 11th and also the steam sports fest will be kicking off on may 15th to 22nd so uh be sure if you if there's a sports game you want there's a great, great chance it'll be on sale then uh, the achievement of the week is in Redfall because there really wasn't much else to pick from. It's I like my steaks rare, which is to <laughs> stake your first vampire. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Should have been delayed again. I get it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having a joker moment. The game of the week is Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And our guest game recommendation. Any game in the world, Jackson, that you could recommend right now, what would it be? <laughs> Destiny 2. I hate that fucking game, but it's my favorite. Fair enough. <laughs> no no other point. Don't get, get it on sale. Don't pay full price for the DLCs. Don't don't pay full price. Uh, well, that that's it, Jackson. Thank you once again for coming on. Hey, thanks. Always a, always a pleasure, Toner. This is so much fun. Kicking back, having brewskis, just talking about fucking nerd shit. Just exactly fucking, just it's just going on incoherent rants and ramblings with you it's always a blast it is uh where can we find you on the internet i don't have a platform anymore so it doesn't even matter uh but it's uh instagram i guess uh somewhat professional with two l's on the professional part that that's it i po- I, I used to post radio stuff there but i, I got laid off uh i gym stuff that i do and 
nothing else nothing else and that's it and that's all uh, and of course, you can find me at Tony's Game Lounge everywhere: uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, YouTube. Uh, we post new YouTube shorts every Monday, and we have another YouTube video in the works coming out this month. Uh, you won't want to miss that drop. Uh, and of course, we stream on Twitch.tv/slash Tony's Game Lounge whenever I possibly can. Uh, we're playing through the second Ace Attorney game and also Final Fantasy XIV, so you won't want you won't want to miss those. Uh, Jackson, thank you once again, dude. Always a blast to have you come on and likewise rant about whatever it is. Likewise, Toner. Thanks for having me. And thank you, the listener, for tuning in this week. We will be back next week with another brand new episode right back here in the Game Lounge. Bye. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. New episodes release every Monday. Be sure to like, share, and follow the podcast wherever you're listening. And follow Tony on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.